In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. On the back of your bulletin, the first quote that is there, on the back there, is from the Divine Liturgy. And it says, Like the prodigal son, I have sinned against thee, O Savior. Receive me as I repent, O Father, and have mercy on me, O God. Of course, I put that there in the bulletin this morning because we are at the second Sunday in this period of preparation for Great and Holy Lent, a period of time called the Lenten Triodian has begun. And on this, the second Sunday, we remember the prodigal son. Now, in looking at those words, which I tell you are from the Divine Liturgy, you might look at that and say, well, I've been at the Divine Liturgy 787 times, and I have never heard that. And you would not be wrong. But it is from the Divine Liturgy. It's, it's uh, from a, one of the special uh, silent prayers that the priest does. You will have noticed, at least I hope, that before the entrance, before there is a movement in the Divine Liturgy, before the little entrance, before the great entrance, the clergy will make three low bows or matanias in front of the Holy Table. Before the great entrance... This is the first prayer that the priest prays. He says, like the prodigal son, I have sinned against thee, O Savior. Receive me as I repent, O Father, and have mercy on me, O God. And actually, the second thing that he says refers to last week's gospel. He says, with the voice of the publican, I cry to thee, O Christ, my Savior. Take pity on me as thou hast on him, and have mercy on me, O God. And so in really preparing himself to make the offering on behalf of the entire community, the priest is bringing to mind these two particular Sundays. Last Sunday, the Sunday of the publican, the Pharisee, and this Sunday, the Sunday of the prodigal son. And in doing that, Lord willing, it then gives us an understanding of exactly how important These Gospels are. How important the Gospel reading that we heard this morning truly is. Because, in fact, some of the fathers even say that the the parable of the prodigal son really sums up the entirety of the Gospel message. And so it's really a beautiful, joyful thing that we had a baptism united to this Gospel reading that is supposed to be ultimately a summary of the entirety of the Gospel message. And because the Church gives us these words... Like the prodigal son, I have sinned against, uh, I've sinned against thee, O Savior. Receive me as I repent, O Father, and have mercy on me, O God. We have these words given to us from the church just before we make our offering to the Lord and really then prepare ourselves for communion. It really does show us that this gospel is meant for us to be able to prepare ourselves to truly be able to make our offering to God. To make our offering to God, to be able to then receive the kingdom of heaven, and to be able to then sit at the table with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's the whole purpose of Christ telling this parable to, uh, to the people who are listening and to all of us. So how do we do that? How do we enact in, in this parable? How do we live this parable so that we can properly make our offering to the Lord and prepare our hearts for the resurrection? Well, we take, let's break this, this uh, little phrase down. Like the prodigal son, I have sinned against thee, O Savior. Like the prodigal son. How did the prodigal son sin? Well, we can look and remember back into the gospel and think, well, he did a lot of things. In fact, it says that he wasted his life with riotous living. 
whatever that might mean. And whatever you think it means is probably what it means. But really, at the core, the real issue, like the prodigal son I've sinned against thee, what was the, the real sin that the, prodigal, that the prodigal son did? Over and over in the hymns of the church, we hear that his real sin was squandering the inheritance. It's not about all the actions that went after that, but really it was about squandering his inheritance. And St. John Chrysostom says that in baptism, so today, Jonah inherited the kingdom of heaven. That it's in baptism where we become the adopted children, the adopted Jonah today, the adopted son of the Father, who has the inheritance of the kingdom of heaven, been given everything. So not just Jonah, Jonah particularly today, but all of us in our baptisms have inherited the kingdom of heaven. We are children of God. And St. John Chrysostom goes even further and he says, and it's not only just about the general we've inherited the kingdom of God, but that each and every one of us has unique, specific gifts that God has given us. And so when we squander those gifts, and by squandering those gifts, he means that when we don't give thanks to God, when we use our gifts to really only serve ourselves, or even if we're using our gifts to serve our friends, we are not using our, if we are not faithfully using our gifts with thanksgiving, if we are not recognizing where that inheritance comes from, then we are squandering our inheritance. And so when you put it like that, all of us can then say this prayer, like the prodigal son, I have sinned. Because every single one of us, at some point in our life, and for, for, some, of them, like, for some of us like me, Every single day of our life, we forget to give thanks to God and we forget that all of the blessings, every good and perfect gift is from above and comes from thee, the Father of lights. Now you should remember that one from the divine liturgy. But like the prodigal son, we have sinned because we have squandered our inheritance. So we can say those words. But thankfully for us, this hymn does not stop there, and the, the gospel lesson does not end there as well. Receive me as I repent, O Father. And so in this case, if we sin like the prodigal, then the thing that we need to do with this line is to actually then repent like the prodigal. And in this, the scripture reading, it says, it talks about his repentance and uses the words that he came to himself. It's like he, somebody finally slapped him on the face and said, Who are you? And he realized, Oh, I am the son of my, fa son of my father. And that's why we have, Receive me as I repent, O oh, Father. One of the things that we have to remember as we are repenting is who we truly are in relationship with God. We are the children of the Father. And if we had the ears to hear what happened this morning with the baptism of Jonah, just like at the baptism of Christ, we would have heard as Jonah was being baptized, this is my beloved son. And so we are all the children of God, and we have to remember that. And so part of our repentance is coming to ourselves and realizing and remembering that. But not only that, how else does the prodigal repent? Does he just say, man, I shouldn't have done those things and restarted in that faraway land? No. He does the hard work of returning to his father. 
And he comes back. And when he comes back, he doesn't come back saying uh, words of justification for what he did. I was young. You gave me all that money. Ultimately, this is your fault. I really shouldn't have wasted it all that much. But you shouldn't have given it to me. He didn't go and justify himself. He didn't flee from the shame that he was feeling and then refused to go and see his father and his brother and all those that were there. He bore that shame that he had and he went back to his father even though he was covered in filth physically, spiritually, every which way so that he could fully and truly repent. And when he got there, he didn't expect to be received as a son but simply as a servant. So when we come to repentance, when we come to confession, especially if we repent like the prodigal, then we are not justifying ourselves. We are willing to stand there naked before the Lord, burying ourselves in all of our sinfulness and knowing ourselves to be unworthy of the great mercy that our Lord can pour out upon us. Because that's, of course, how this story ends. If we know that we've sinned like the prodigal and we go and repent like the prodigal, the mercy that we receive, the mercy from God is beyond our wildest imaginations. The father perhaps would have been within his rights to be able to, when the son came back, scolded him and say, yeah, you're right. You shouldn't have taken that money and done that. He would have potentially shown his authority and said, I am your father and you should have listened to me. He might have even attempted to shame him. You were with the pigs? That is disgusting. He did none of those things. Instead, he wrapped him in his arms. He restored to him uh, into his place in the house and welcomed him back as a full son, a full child of God. And so, brothers and sisters, if we are going to expect to see the resurrection... If we are going to make our offering of the Lord, we have the inheritance of the kingdom of heaven. We have the unique gifts that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has given to each and every one of us. And yet we have squandered it. It is time for us to, while we have sinned like the prodigal, to repent like the prodigal. And therefore, with little Jonah, who obviously will never squander his riches. He will never squander his inheritance. But if he happens to, at some point, at least he's in the midst of a community of people who knows how to repent when we do so. And so that we can show him and we can show one another that even though we have sinned like the prodigal, we can repent like the prodigal. And we can then experience the great love and mercy of God. And there is the gospel teaching. And so we have this Sunday... To be able to remind us of who we are as children of God. To remind us that we need to give thanks to God and that we need to not squander our inheritance. To remind us and encourage us that even when we do, we have got to repent. And repent with humility with our entire being. And that the expectation and the hope is to receive the great mercy of God which is beyond all measure. May we see that not just alone, but may we see that together. And may we make our offerings to God and receive in return a seat at the table that we have inherited as children of God with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.